the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 930 AM, The Answer. And later, we'll be on podcasts wherever you find them. Try interacting with us during the show today by posting comments on Facebook Live. Just search Facebook for Talk Law Radio and look for Lady Justice and the red, white, and blue colors. Marquardt Law Firm sponsors our show, and attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans, old businesses and new businesses which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, family-limited partnerships, and we can represent those who are facing problems from lack of planning, like in district court, county court, or probate court. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs attorney law licenses, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law. But because legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and because laws are ever-changing, material discussed in this program is meant for general informational purposes only, and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information that you hear today should be relied upon only when coordinated with your individual professional advice. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us of our sins, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to do your will. Please help Matt Prophet and me give good information to the listeners about title insurance today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And today's show is about title companies, title insurance, escrow, why it's important, and how it's different. So with me today, I have Matt Prophet, the Senior Vice President of Title Operations at Security Service Title Company. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Glad to be here. Um, Always enjoy discussing title insurance. It's not always the most uh, sexy thing to talk about, but very important when you're dealing with real estate. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to talk about it, because I consider it to be a hidden blind spot of most people. They don't even know about it until they buy their first house, probably. Yes, and so as an you know, industry, you know, doing things like this, I think, helps educate the home buyers and sellers about what it is and why it's important. Because I think often we don't do spend enough time talking about mm-hmm. the value and importance of title insurance. I have run into a person. It was probably a, ten years ago that. Uh, had a problem with their title because they didn't use it. So that that's when I learned how important it was. And we'll talk about all the facets of title insurance and why it's important. But first, 
want to find out more about you. So where did you grow up? San Antonio. Uh, went to school. I graduated from U- UTSA. Um, studied uh, communications. And uh, been in the title industry since 1998. And kind of interestingly, in the building we're in right now is the building I started in, yeah, that in 1998. So it's a little bit of a interesting aspect of being here today. And you said they remodeled since th- then. They've remodeled uh, since 98, but, uh, but I have a lot of fond memories here. Um, you know, people that generally get into the title insurance, there's not a degree in title insurance. Um, mm-hmm. Not uncommon for lawyers uh, to go into that field. Um, the a lot of colleges like UTSA now have you know real estate finance courses, which are really tailored towards people working on the commercial and residential real estate finance and mm-hmm. brokerage side. They do touch some on title insurance, but. Uh, I think it's something that needs to probably be more incorporated into the law or these real estate finance courses. But you have to learn it by working there, basically. It's, it's on the job, so it's um, it's you know there, there are a lot of um, training materials to kind of learn the industry, but it's truly a very mentor mentee system of learning, and that's exactly how I started. So when I started in the late 90s, uh, the industry was still sort of the old school system where you know, we would go to the courthouse for searches. We would use microfilm, look at track books, had courthouse runners, um, very much how it was for, for decades before that. Mm-hmm. And so I've been able to, in this 25 years, see the evolution of technology kind of streamline those processes, but when you streamline those processes, you kind of lose some of that in, uh, in intimate knowledge of, of how the process is done. So right. so for me, I think it's kind of fortunate to, in, in some people in my you know age in the industry, um, to see kind of how the industry's evolved, but to understand the fundamentals of, of examination, seeing the track books and... Mm-hmm and doing the research. And um, so that's how I started. I was uh, shooting copies, running abstracts, and, uh, you know, quickly was fascinated by this industry and how you put together a chain of title, you know, what we're dealing with, and we'll cover more about the importance of it. But, you know, the, you know buying and selling a home, refinancing a home, no matter whether it's your first or 50th, is generally people's most valuable asset. So right. there's a lot of security, um, knowing that your title is clear and working with professionals to help you through that process. So um, I was fascinated by all those aspects. So quickly just learned closing, learned policy, learned management, and, and have had the opportunity to work in builder business, uh, commercial real estate, multi-state commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of led, led me to come to Security Service Title, which we, I helped set up in 2016. Uh, so was able to set up. Before that, Security Service Federal Credit Union didn't really have a title right. company. Right. And so a Security Service Title Company is a subsidiary Right, we're a wholly owned subsidiary, but we're a full service title company, so we handle members, non members, as well as serving the, the members of the credit union. But um, you know, our you know the strength in this business from uh, title companies is is relationships and you know making realtors comfortable, uh, letting, letting them do their jobs, uh, and we take care of the title portion of it right. in the closing part of it you mentioned escrow and helping the buyers and sellers through the process yeah um but I, it's been a great industry so i'm involved with the texas land title association you know i try to um, mentor our, our employees or anybody that's in the business mm-hmm. um 
and encourage them and, and help them to understand and grow in this industry because I think it's it's vital that we. You're take involved in uh, other parts of the community as well. We'll talk about that when we come back. Just reminding you that we're on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. This is Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt, and we're talking about title companies, title insurance, and escrow with Matt Profit, who is the Senior Vice President of Title Operations with Security Service Title Company. We have to take a break, so stay tuned. could be a nightmare for your family, which is why it's important to meet with an attorney before you go on vacation. Get your affairs in order just in case, God forbid, tragedy strikes and you become disabled or worse happens while traveling. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trust, and tax-protected inheritance plans. A living trust might save your family thousands of dollars. Protect what's yours at Marquardt Law Firm, 210-530-4278. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here with Matt Profit, the Senior Vice President of Title Operations for Security Service Title Company. And we were just talking about his background and how he got into the title business. Matt, um, what other ways are you involved in the community? So I have the privilege of being the chair of the Planning Commission of the City of San Antonio so I've been on the commission for, I think, three years. This is my first term as chair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a big big year for the planning commission. Why as, is that? Well, every five years they have uh, amendments to the Unified Development Code to the city of San Antonio. Um, obviously, it's 2022, but 2020 was a little bit. Well, a few right. things happened in 2020 yeah. that's Pandemic. pushed the process <laughs> back. So we're uh, going forward with that process involves reviewing a lot of amendments that have been proposed. Um, and then we'll actually take action on them here in a couple of weeks to move forward. So. And so the planning development, that's sort of how it sounds, planning for the development of the city and yes. subdivisions or something like that? Land use. So okay. planning uh, kind of runs alongside of zoning, which mm-hmm. is a specific use. But the plan amendments uh, or plan uses that are designated for a particular piece of property um, determine what types of zoning districts you can have. Okay. So on top of uh, individually you know, amending uh, a plan, we're also looking to the future, and there's a program called Essay Tomorrow, which basically identifies, uh, I think, 13 regional centers. And so they've had, with community input, developed, you know, what, you know, in those uh, areas, what part of of the the land is, is what's the highest and best use for transportation mm-hmm. um, to stimulate growth, et cetera. So... Uh, we we review those and approve those as well. And so. you sort of that that group advises the the San Antonio commissioners the, on so, land use. Right, right, right. So, but the people that are elected, they're the ones that sort of put those recommendations into action. Yeah, ultimately, CS City Council takes action on all okay. of these items. So, we make approvals or denials. And then it goes to city council. Okay, but uh, it's it it you know it's uh, being involved is, is important. Um, I also am on the board of the children's shelter, so um, you know that's more of a, a giving back to the community and supporting a really yeah. important mission in our community. Thank you for telling us. So let's get into the meat and potatoes about title insurance. Or title companies. What do title companies do? How would you sum that up? 
we help uh, buyers, sellers close transactions in real estate. Um, ultimately, I mean, title insurance is, you know, the, the definition is a, it's a form of indemnity, protects lenders and home buyers from financial loss sustained from defects in title to property. Um, it's kind of wordy. But the main thing is, is that when you buy a piece of property, you can be assured that the title is clear. What some people don't know is that there's criminals out there that will sell something that they don't own. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and a lot of this kind of, you know, blends into estate work. You know, a lot of the title issues we see are people that don't take care of estates before right. they pass. So Somebody that passed away. Yeah. So uh, if if they did their estate planning, there's a, a you know probate and, and a will, and mm-hmm. it's cleaner. There's some other vehicles for um, transfer on death deeds, et cetera. Right. Uh, but a lot of cases, nobody did that. So you have to do affidavit of airships, establish who are the heirs, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can get me- messy um, with people that kind of come out of the woodwork. Yeah, I've had quite a few referrals from realtors because nobody came out. We had to track down people. Um, I was helping to cure title. Yeah, the client had a little lot downtown, nothing on it, just undeveloped. She paid taxes for decades and said, I don't want this anymore. I want to sell it. It wasn't worth hardly anything. Well, one of the heirs, well, what her dad had done was some self-help things. Mm-hmm. He filed some documents in, in the real property records that purported to be a deed and a power of attorney. And the title company said, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so we had to track down all these people so that they could transfer their interest to her. And there was a homeless guy in Arizona. Thank goodness he had a P.O. box. <laughs> and he would check his mail. So we mailed him a letter, and then some of the family members went to go meet him down there wherever he was. It was a long process. Yeah, it's, uh, bu- you know, buying a house, y- you don't want any unexpected uh, surprises. Right, because you have to move and you have to get it financed and right. you have to coordinate all those things at the same time. Right. So title insurance is, you know, how it's different than, say, your property and casualty insurance is it's a one-time fee that you pay at closing, and we're looking backwards. So -hmm. we're looking at the history of the title so that there are not issues in the future. Um, When you move into your home, you don't want somebody coming in five years, knocking on your door, saying, I have 50% interest in this house. Right. And... The reality of the situation, that doesn't occur much because of the job we do as title companies. Uh, we take the time to do all of our research, mm-hmm. and we discover that, okay, yeah, there is there was an error that was um, taken care of, did not deed out of the property. We work to cure the title so that when we go, get to closing, the title is clean. Mm-hmm. Now, but there are things like fraud. There are things like un recorded documents that we wouldn't see that title insurance will cover. Right. So one question I get in my office from clients is they want a piece of paper that says it's the title to their property, kind of like a car title. And I I explain that's not how it works. You just have to look at all of the deeds that are filed and you come up with an analysis of what the title is that way correct yeah so we'll present to either the buyer or the lender um, a title commitment showing uh, what's on the property what needs to be taken care of what is going to be an exception to title and ultimately a title policy will be issued okay and that's what um, will protect the homeowner or the lender um in the event of a so that title commitment and that title policy that's sort of 
what gives everybody the the comfort that everything's going to be okay. And so it sort of acts like mm-hmm. a title Correct. certificate like right. you would think of in a with a car. Yeah, it's, it's it's a contract of indemnity is really what a policy is. Um, and it's really title insurance is a little bit misleading. It's more kind of assurance that you have clear title. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's obviously uh, mechanisms to to pay claims if it's things that are truly missed. Right. So the title company, the title insurance industry is governed by the Texas Department of Insurance. Correct. And that's a benefit. Um, you, Texas is a, kind of a unique in that it has its own forms. It's heavily regulated. The rates are promulgated or, or set by the Department mm-hmm. of Insurance. So you don't have to price shop. Um, so what that does is uh, encourages competition. Uh, you get to you know choose a title company that's got the best service mm-hmm. since you're not relying on price. But uh, we have a lot of safes. Texas um, is very protective of people's homesteads, especially. Mm-hmm. It was one of the last states to allow a home equity lending because of and and even today, take out a home equity loan. There's a lot of restrictions try to protect the homeowner. So Mm -hmm. um, the Texas title insurance has the same philosophy, a lot of safeguards uh, to protect the consumer uh, by making sure the title companies are doing the right thing um, and that it's a very, that they're solvent and that they're following the rules. So it's a benefit to have a a regulated industry in this, in Texas. If you're just tuning in, this is Talk Law Radio. We're talking to Matt Prophet, Senior Vice President of Title Operations for Security Service Title Company, which is a subsidiary of Security Service Federal Credit Union. Uh, Security Service Title Company can help anybody. They don't have to be a a member of the credit union. Uh, Let's talk about escrow, because that that's also something that the title company does. What does that mean, escrow? So we, uh, when you do a transaction, you want to have a kind of, you want a neutral third-party fiduciary to handle the funds. So in addition to uh, the title research, the title commitment, the title policy, we're also acting as escrow agents for the transaction. So again, that gives peace of mind to all the parties that their funds are protected, uh, they're regulated. So mm-hmm. if you go under contract, the earnest money is deposited with the title company. Uh, and at the end, all the funds are collected by the title company and dispersed according to the instructions of the lender or the buyers and sellers for the contract. So, uh, you know, that's an important aspect. So that it's you know, money that's held in an escrow account. So it's... It, protected. it doesn't go into any personal account. No. It's it's held for safekeeping, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, like an IOTA account for, for law firms. So. Right. So there's a, a bank that sometimes needs to be paid. Right. Uh, the buyer might have uh, still money owed on their mortgage. Uh, the seller still might have money mm-hmm. owed on the mortgage. And so when the buyer pays the money to the escrow... Some of it goes to the bank, and some of it goes to the seller. Absolutely, we pay, we obtain the payoffs, pay off the lenders, uh, pay taxes that may, may or not be, be due. Could be other liens. Could be other liens. You know, there are you have voluntary liens and voluntary liens that show up in property. So voluntary liens are your mortgages, your mm-hmm. lines of credit, your. Um, 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 mechanics lien contracts etc right and then you know pay uncle sam you've got federal tax liens paid against you Mm -hmm. or if you owe money judgments uh, state tax liens um unpaid child support those type of issues we address all those and make sure that they're either released or paid at closing yeah one of the my very first uh lawsuits against a construction company 
uh, we won a judgment. They didn't pay, but I filed the judgment in the real property records. And uh, just about 10 years later, the defendant called me and said, I need to settle this. Because <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> because he was trying to sell a piece of property. Okay, we have to take another break. Uh, you're with uh, Talk Law Radio. We've been talking to Matt Profit, senior, ti- senior Vice President of Title Operations for Security Service Title Company. We're going to be talking more about common defects in title when we come back after the break. So stay tuned. Probate could be a nightmare for your family, which is why it's important to meet with an attorney before you go on vacation. Get your affairs in order just in case, God forbid, tragedy strikes and you become disabled or worse happens while traveling. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trust, and tax-protected inheritance plans. A living trust might save your family thousands of dollars. Protect what's yours at Marquardt Law Firm, 210-530-4278. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 930 AM The Answer or podcast. Also, Facebook Live. If you have questions, feel free to give us a call at 210-308-8867 or post a comment on Facebook Live or send me an email at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S as in Sam, T as in Timothy at TalkLawRadio.com. Talking to Matt Profit, Senior Vice President of Security Service Title Company about what title companies do, what title insurance is. And so now we're going to find out what are some common defects in title that you find through that process. Yeah, we found uh, the American Land Title Association, which is the national association, did a survey and found that one-third of title transactions have some sort of issue. Okay. So pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, some are more common than others, but uh, generally divorces and dead people are are mainly things that have to be taken care of. Um, we talked a little bit about the probate, right? Um, and there are a couple ways to to take care of estates. So whether it's um, a probate or will, um, some people can do muniment of title, or if they didn't do any of that, then we have to establish the heirs. So you have to go out and find people who aren't related but know the family, right? Uh, so. And so the title company has to be convinced of the evidence that's right. provided because it's not supervised by any court or any judge. So it's just right. they have to have enough evidence for you. Yeah, it's you're relying upon the sworn uh, affidavit of two mm-hmm. people that this is the family history. These are the, the heirs. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on when the person passes, it generally goes to the spouse uh, but if they have kids out with a prior person right then those kids get a percentage of it so when you're dealing with families and money it can be sometimes a little contentious yeah of course um best so to I, put it in writing yeah again <laughs> you know it's just a. oh we have a call oh good we have a question gary Yes. You're live uh, on the radio. All right. Uh, if you're going to transfer a homestead into a uh, revocable trust, is it good to get a title policy to transfer that from uh, the personal name into the trust estate? Thanks for the question, Gary. I, Matt, I don't think it's necessary because no. there's that federal law that – uh, the the St. Germain Act says that uh, 
a grantor trust is essentially the same as the grantor. Right. There are there are language there is language in the title policies for continuing coverage and things like putting it into trust as long as the uh, trustee is the same. Now, mm-hmm. now we did the topic has come up on a recent federal case. Um, so I think it's what's really important is that when you put it the deed into the trust that you consult an attorney and make sure that it's uh, in the name of the trustee. Oh, okay, instead of the trust as right. a separate business type entity. Correct. And that that's been an issue that uh the industry is trying to be fixed legislatively, but there was a mm-hmm. um, a court opinion, I think out of the appellate court in New Orleans, that said that you couldn't deed out of uh, a trust that was didn't name the trustee. Oh, yeah. And then it wouldn't allow uh, the correction statutes to apply. So, oh, the, so okay. we have a couple ways to to fix material and non-material defects Mm -hmm. in in title deeds. So it's kind of a a conundrum if you can't fix it. Right, right. So I guess to Gary, just the answer is yes, but before you put it into the trust, uh, you know, talk to your uh, state's attorney and and make sure that they have the right language. Okay, that's a great question. What are some other uh, defects in title besides uh, problems upon death? Well, the lack of authority, like we just talked about. So if something's in a trust or a business entity, you know, establishing who can uh, sign off on that. Uh, we talked about divorces, which generally are are um, you know, contemplated and, and resolved through the divorce decree. But some people come to us and say, well, we're separated. Well, you're still married. Right. So you're going to, you know, the spouse is either going to, it's going to have to execute on the sale or the refinance until you get divorced. Um, and if they don't agree, then that's how you work it out in divorce court. Correct. With the, the judge deciding. Yeah, there was a, a case where I had to get a certified divorce decree, mm-hmm. and we filed it in the real property records. Um, the divorce attorney can really do more to make that cleaner at the end of a divorce by requiring a deed be signed, then you don't have to air all of the details of the divorce decree. That's right. And it has to have specific language in the decree and the, the legal description for mm-hmm. us to, for our underwriters to allow us to record the divorce decree. But yeah, we don't, we don't want to do that. So again, yeah. like estate planning, if you go through a divorce, take care of those things yeah, uh, I always worry especially if it's not amicable. when somebody's going to get the cheap, easy, fast divorce. Well, that means your attorney's not going to do some things. Right. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, obviously they both have a note. Uh, they might not be able to to take the refund. You know, some divorces may require the petitioner or respondent to refinance, uh, to pay off the equity. Yeah, that's another one right. I heard of where the the ex-spouse said, well, I'll just deed over my interest to to the, the other. Uh, and I said, well, he's still obligated on the note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can protect themselves with a, a deed of trust secure assumption. So, right. um, you know, th- those are, again, things um, that we'll deal with. But again, my advice to people, <laughs> either before they die or if you're getting divorced, clean, think about those issues and it makes it easier to clean up, and um, especially if there are contentious issues. Um, How about if uh, one of the beneficiaries of an estate has a tax lien? Doesn't that somehow come into play when... Uh, the deceased person mm-hmm. doesn't have any liens, but one of the beneficiaries does. Um, I, I seem to remember a case where that was going to cause some problems because if if the beneficiaries are getting money from the sale and one of them owes money for federal taxes, 
the, the IRS got involved and they said, well, we have to get paid first. True. Uh, trust that? and also in uh, de- uh, death situations, uh, the will names you know, the devisees and the, 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 basically the statutes say that the devisees, whether there's an independent executor or not, are immediately entitled. Mm-hmm. So even though the, it might be an independent estate where one person has the power to sell, uh, any liens against anybody that's named in the will as a, as a devisee uh, will attach. Oh, so, okay. So we have to run those names. Wow. So that's that's a, happened before. There's a, a I might have brother. to start asking people, do your kids owe money to the IRS? Yeah. Correct. Just so that they can be aware of that up front. Yeah, so those other common issues are involuntary liens like we talked about. Uh, weren't aware that there was a judgment against them, which would be hard to believe. And um, Federal tax liens, state tax liens, unpaid child support, um, unreleased prior mortgages. That's a, a lot of time that we have to go back and get those mortgages released that the lender never filed the release or was sent to the to the um to the owner and then never filed it um unrecorded documents fraud again that's um something that it's hard to detect in the chain of title but um it's also something that we're super aware of at closing mm-hmm. that somebody's trying to, to do some fraud and yeah, of course, you, of course, wire fraud is, is a huge That's what issue. I was just going to ask. Let's talk about that a little bit after the break um, because it's a big problem and it still causes people uh, issues even though it's been a problem for a while. You have to keep fighting it. Right. Okay, so before we talk about wire fraud, uh, I want to just hit one more thing. Going back to... The, the title search that you do, um, could you quickly define what an abstract is? It's, it, we look at public records and assimilate um, by using a geographically indexed title plant of all the records to form a chain of title to determine the ownership transfers, the liens, um, easements, etc., the title commitment. So the abstract is like a report of all of those things. That's right. Okay. You're here on Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt talking to Matt Profit, Senior Vice President of Title Operations for Security Service Title Company. We'll be right back. could be a nightmare for your family, which is why it's important to meet with an attorney before you go on vacation. Get your affairs in order just in case, God forbid, tragedy strikes and you become disabled or worse happens while traveling. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trust, and tax-protected inheritance plans. A living trust might save your family thousands of dollars. Protect what's yours at Marquardt Law Firm, 210-530-4278. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Also, Talk Law Radio podcast and on Facebook Live. We've been talking with uh, Matt Profit, Senior Vice President of Title Operations for Security Service Title Company here in San Antonio, Texas. And we introduced briefly the problem of wire fraud. Matt, tell us where are we on the issue of title fraud in year 2022? Still an issue. Um, the bad actors have become more sophisticated in their attempts to steal people's money. Um, several years ago, the attacks uh, were targeted to us, so they would purport to be the payoff lender or the seller mm-hmm. and send us fraudulent wiring instructions. Well, mm-hmm. we would verify them, and they realized that title companies were aware of what was going on. So 
major source of the wire fraud now is they, uh, through phishing attacks, get in people's uh, emails. So they're monitoring the realtor or maybe the buyers or sellers' um, emails. So they see that there's a transaction going on, and they're watching the correspondent. And as they get correspondence, and when they get closer to the closing, they come in and pretend to be the title company or the lender and state that okay, the wiring instructions for the buyer's, buyer's funds, we've changed, you need to send them to, the, to this bank instead mm-hmm. of the ones we gave you at the beginning. You know, we do everything we can to educate. So when we get a contract, we send out a sheet about wire fraud. Uh, the wiring instructions are not going to change. Um, we talk to realtors about informing their clients about wire fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, we it's in our signature lines. We reinforce it when it's time for closing, but yeah. it, it still happens. You know, they're very they're not the old scams where you know the Nigerian prince. Right. You know, that looks they use terms that are we use in the industry when they kind of try to fish attack uh, our systems, which we don't. You know, we, we have pretty robust security systems, and we're just aware of you know what a fake email looks like and yeah so if, as you know buyers uh it's really important that if you get something that says the wiring instructions have changed a it's probably not true because we don't change wiring instructions and b verify you know call the, the not the number in the email and not the email and the right. address in the, in the email but when we reach out to you at the beginning you know contact us or call your realtor right Exactly. Somebody that you've known in the process, call their their main line instead of the one in the email. Correct. Um, you can see, uh, the, the, if you pay attention to the email, you'll see domains that don't aren't ours, like sstc.org. There'll be something close. Mm-hmm. There'll be some typos, or if you hover over links, um, they'll take you to sites that are... Um, you know, attempts to get into your system. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you may not want to click on the attachment either. No, no. So again, yeah, uh, we send generally anything of sensitive nature through, through a security email source, but um, just question. I mean, that's the important thing. Unfortunately, that we live in a world where we have to do this, mm-hmm. but um, and if it does happen, the, the key is to act quickly. If you if you can get make a report with the FBI and the police and the bank um, with time is of the essence. So. Right. Or the attorney general. Yes. So something related to, to that is uh, when somebody sends you an email that says uh, a family member needs to to pay off somebody and and they want you to buy gift cards from Target to pay it off, uh, that's a red flag. That's not really a way of paying debts. No. Yeah. yeah. It's just being aware, uh, just not just for, for title insurance transactions, but those generally involve large sums of money, and there's been some some kind of heartbreaking cases of people losing mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, that's why having a, a trusted third party that's regulated by the state of Texas is good to have to, to make sure – all aspects of the closing go through. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is our last segment of Talk Law Radio, and most of our listeners know what that means. And now it's time for the Talk Law Radio Legacy Spotlight. What's your legacy? Sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. So because Marquardt Law Firm sponsors this show and attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans, we like to ask about just generally legacy. So, Matt, how would you like to be remembered? Uh, as somebody who gave back to the community, to the industry, you know, as a, as a father, as a good father, good husband, um, whatever little impact I can make, um, 
like for instance, on some charitable foundations to affect the change in the lives of others. Um, that's, I think, what we all need to do mm-hmm. is that hopefully leave the world in a little better place than it was when it came into it. Right, the old uh, Boy Scout promise. That's right. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I talk to a lot of people about their legacy, and uh, when they're going to an attorney, mostly it's about how to make sure that their affairs are going to be wrapped up after they pass away by having a will or a trust. And Some people don't have a lot, and we talk about, well, what are the values or, or family traditions that you're going to pass on, or what are the... Uh, the antique family heirlooms that you're going to pass on that have some special meaning. It it seemed like my mom, everything that she had had special meaning. Um, That that was the only stuff that she had left. So it's best, I think, to be real intentional about that, about leaving it to the right people and making sure that it, it goes correctly. So uh, I like the way that you've thought about your legacy, that you're living it out right now. And you did that on purpose because of the values that you have. Absolutely. Um, But to your point in thinking about what happens when you pass is you don't want to be a burden on those that are here. Mm -hmm. And um, I was involved in a situation of one of my good friends several years ago who passed away unexpectedly and young and didn't have his affairs in order and you know his his widow had to go through kind of a difficult process to mm-hmm. get access to you know bank accounts and different information and and when you're grieving you, you don't want to have that extra burden of right that's stress yes so at that point it kind of helped me reevaluate make sure everything I have okay yeah, usually people think about it because of circumstances that happen to another. And so that's one of the reasons I like to talk about it on the radio is to inform the public that this is an issue that largely remains hidden because nobody wants to talk about their mortality. No. <laughs> and we deal with it in the title business. Mm-hmm. So th- those are different difficult conversations to have with people um, but it's necessary to if they're trying to sell the house to take care of uh, any airship issues and again if right. if the people who passed away had you know just done a will right and wills something. are I think are pretty simple in Texas yeah so just to, to help on that aspect for the some, property some people say you know, I don't have to do anything because it, it doesn't affect me. And I just think that's sad that they're only thinking of themselves. Uh, estate planning is a gift of love for those that come after. Uh, you can't take it with you. That's so right. you might as, might as well make it easy to transfer it to the, the next generation. So people ask, well, what is probate? I say it's the process of transferring title from the deceased person to the living beneficiaries. And like you're saying today, that's where a lot of problems with title are because somebody without authority might be trying to sell the property. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. They may have good motives. They may be the surviving spouse, or they might be the only children left. But nobody knows that right? for sure because it's not in the public record, and we can only know who has title, who has ownership to the property by looking at the documents in the public record. Right. So before we end our show, I wanted to find out if there's anything else you wanted to say about title insurance or the title industry. One last parting thought. Again, you know, you know, choose a good title company, um, somebody that you can trust to work with, um, just like you find a good realtor. Um, but, uh, I'm 
proud of the work we do. Uh, I think it's important for for the real estate community, uh, and to, you know, to be able to offer the kind of work that we do that provides that assurance to folks that they don't have to worry about something kind of in the future. Um, so I'm, I'm proud to be involved in it. I enjoy talking like this mm-hmm. uh, to people that uh, maybe don't quite understand or, or have a different conception of what we're doing. You know, I think it's a lot of times uh, people look at the fees when the realtor shows it to them and they see a charge for title insurance. And a lot of times the response is, well, you just need it. You just got to have it. It's like, well, there's more to it. It's very important right. why you're purchasing it. It's a small price for such a large investment. Absolutely. Um, so um, I think it's important to understand what we do and the value that it and security that it provides to homeowners and lenders. And it does allow you know, lenders to lend money because they're able to have the assurance that they're protected. Right. So, you know, we're sort of the, the backstop and the facilitators to help That's the real right. estate going forward. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I enjoyed it. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invitation. You've heard it here on Talk Law Radio. Hopefully, title insurance is no longer a hidden legal issue blind spot for you. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post it on Facebook in the comments for the live feed or email me at host at talklawradio.com. This is uh, Todd Marquardt signing off. Talk to you later. Probate could be a nightmare for your family, which is why it's important to meet with an attorney before you go on vacation. Get your affairs in order just in case, God forbid, tragedy strikes and you become disabled or worse happens while traveling. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trust, and tax-protected inheritance plans. A living trust might save your family thousands of dollars. Protect what's yours at Marquardt Law Firm, 210-530-530. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.